this is Will Wheaton. You're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Of Radio Brendo Man, a special episode Very of special. Radio Brendo Man. We are here. We're not technically at Long Beach Comic Expo, but we are adjacent to the Long Beach Comic <laughs> Expo in the Brendo Mansion the Hotel. Br- the Brendo Suite. Brendo yeah, Suite. <laughs> and and suite. we are here with Cheryl Jones from Movies Made Me, our good friend who we've had. You've appeared on the show very briefly. The first time, did we have you? Yes, we I to think. You? Yeah, yeah, we did. We, yeah, we share. We you were on each other's shows the first year. Yeah. So yeah, we get in the room at LA Podfest first year. We don't know anybody. There is one corner <laughs> left, and you're there, and we sit down. And I and didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody, and we instantly hit it off, yeah. and and then we've become podcast buds and yeah. real life buds. The rest and is history. That's right. And Great Those panels together. It's been a, a, a fruitful relationship. Definitely. So we <laughs> we just did our uh, web comics advocates panel today. You did, and it went was well. Great. Did it went okay? It was really good. Yes, I yeah. I always attend because that's really I very great work. Really and uh, yeah, this was a really good one. And then we're doing a, our podcast advocates panel tomorrow. Are you pumped? Wait. Yes, I am. I can't wait. I love. Well, you're like I love super it. prepared Look, putting this together. <laughs> I did. I I took the Comic Con Palm Springs off the top of my my handout sheet and got some new copies made. So nice. that's uh, that's oh. ready to hand out. I have my little sheet of notes that I used there too, and we'll see where that goes. And I, and I think I mean it's hard to know because it's Sunday morning, but yes. I think we might have a pretty good turnout. At least I've so. never been here on Sunday morning, so yeah. I think we're about to find out. We'll, be, we'll find out. I think because the weather is because now that the weather, like I think we're through the. We have this yeah. crazy storm on Friday. Yeah. That, um, uh, my favorite thing about this is because we were joking about it this morning. Is the way it's being reported on the news is like so <laughs> crazy. Like it's the worst storm of all time. Yeah, like people. California's falling apart. Right. <laughs> so I'm like our relatives in other parts of the country. Like my aunt, my mom. They're just like, "Are you okay? What's going on there?" I heard people right. were dead in San Bernardino. I'm like, "Mom, that's San Bernardino County, which is I think it's like one of the largest <laughs> counties, yeah. the largest, the largest county yeah. in the country." Wow. And so it constitutes like mountain areas. I'm like, yes. yeah, that's up in the mountains where there are mudslides. I don't live in that area. Yeah, I live well, in the and, I, and I got a Facebook message from one of my friends back in Exeter, England, all concerned about, oh, I hear there's <laughs> yeah. flooding and there's us. Like, it's fine, you it's know? It's fine. I mean, there was bad flooding. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was typical then, rain to deal with. It yeah. was really heavy when I was driving. The wind was really bad. Yeah. There's like lots of trees blown yeah. down yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I saw a friend Just on Facebook, kind of, a big old tree yeah. falling across the I think street. it was the big thing this time. Was the wind because we it was yeah. way windier than the last big storm. I kind of missed all the wind. I don't know whether it didn't hit my part of town, yeah, or if it just all happened while I was working and was inside a mall, which so is quite possible. You're working so, at a Hallmark. I am working at a Hallmark. How's that going? It's you know it's a Hallmark. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why other than the greeting cards. I don't understand why anyone wants to People buy anything People love in those there. ornaments. Oh my! Oh god, the ornaments. Are, Christmas was crazy. And oh, yeah. then they all went on sale. Yeah, and, and then like, that's I was crazy. There, I was there the last day when the next last day that they were 75% off. Yeah. So 
I came back like I think I think I, I actually came in the day that they went to ninety percent off. I came in in the afternoon and everything we'd had was just gone. Like there was such a tiny. <laughs> I couldn't Phil believe briefly how fast they bought went. and sold. Yeah, my some, early, of those, wow. some of the earliest things that I bought and sold on the internet were Hallmark ornaments because wow. I was There's coming across them. Yeah. In, in like uh, in thrift stores or in, in like uh, right. consignment stores, and I'm like, these are selling for a lot on the internet, and I made some good money off That's of this. Smart. Thing. I should have just with my discount. I should when they were on sale, and then yeah. add my discount to it. I should have just bought yeah. it. My my favorite thing about Hallmark ornaments is every year there's always something. They have some of the weirdest. Oh yeah, like you know, borderline inappropriate. Yeah, like there's always like horror movie ones and like yeah. other just weird. Well, what are some of the highlights of the 2017? Well, the 2016 collection. They're going through the the Walking Dead, so what? I think they. Yeah, I think. Is they, there like a Negan with a baseball bat? No, if there had been, I would have bought that in a heartbeat. Or like Glenn with his eye popped out. That would be. I guess last year they or the previous year they did uh, Glenn. No, not Glenn. What was it? No, who was it? Uh, uh, Daryl, of course. Yeah. it was Daryl. And then this year was Rick, which okay. I almost bought, but I decided that nah, it didn't look that good. Uh, I would if they had done a Negan. That, <laughs> I would have bought that in a second. Uh, and they always have like weird sports ones. Yeah, oh, like yeah, we had NASCAR. Like, we had like hockey players, baseball, football, like all these random so players. Weird, right? And uh, the big seller, I guess, I couldn't. I mean, we only had a couple, and they sold out before I even started, which was right. It was before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They were already sold out. Was a tree topper. It was a Death Star. Tree topper. Oh, it was wow. like a hundred dollars. I think I saw that online, yeah. like cool. on Facebook. I, I think I it. I think it lit up, and it might have played music. I oh don't my know. Gosh. So I could get my eye on They had. They had like uh, vacation, National Lampoon's vacation, and Christmas oh. vacation ones, and yeah. there was a Caddyshack one. I thought about getting. I didn't. It was the, like the, the, the It was the gopher. It was oh like my a, god! It was like a, a solar one, so that powered him, yeah, and he would do the little great. dance. I I was gonna buy him on sale, and those were all gone at that. 90% off moment. I know so I I've brought this up, but I will never get over the fact, like, when we went, I went to the Del Mar Fair with a bunch of my friends to see Kenny Loggins. Yeah. And he was only playing it, because he's a gospel singer now. Oh. And he made a point to say, I'm not going to be playing, I'm only playing a gospel song, and I'm no joke, everybody in that audience left. No, I everybody. Too, yeah. It was like a mess. Like, if you're, not playing, if you're not playing Danger Zone or the Caddyshack yeah. song, I'm yeah. out. That's Absolutely. the only reason why we are here. That's, okay. that's the only one I have on my iPod is the Caddyshack one. In 1998, I went on tour with the Spivvies. We went to a music festival, a Christian music festival yeah. in the center of the country. Yeah. And MC Hammer came and did it. Oh, yeah, because oh, he was doing his... Okay. And apparently, and we were like, what the heck? MC Hammer is going to be here? This is in 1998. Not yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> Much later, yeah. right? And it turns out he was doing like gospel albums, yeah. and he thing. would he did not play "Can't Touch This." Wow. He didn't even play "Pray," which makes that, sense, yes, right? That would make sense. And, and it's kind of. I mean, I get that they want to artists want to move on and do different yeah. things, but you I cannot just, expect, especially no. at a fair where the only yes, this is super right. casual because like the next day like Peter Frampton came on it's not yeah. like and it, it can you like if Peter Frampton got up and said I'm not paying playing baby I love your way like right. no you know what he knows what is making his money yes. when we saw the presidents of the United States they're playing lump like we know yes. what we're here for. Better, like, that's what we're here 
here for. You need to play. Right. Well, there's you that. Give us, you can give love, us some of your new stuff. My, my favorite. That's one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. Is he goes to see who does taking care of business of Bachman Turner Overdrive or oh, one of those. Like but that. so he goes, and at first they get up there and they're like, "All right, we're going to play one for my new song." And Homer's just like, "Play the song!" Yeah. And they're like, "No, we're going to. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We promise. Just play the song." Because like, that's what everybody. Right. Wants. Yeah, just I, yeah, I remember I went to go see Not a Surf. Um, they because they they they're I think they've become are. a very big band, but they did the song and the, they their only big hit is this song called Popular. Right. The, I got a nice oh, car. Oh, yeah. I'm popular, but that song sounds it doesn't represent their music right. at all. Right. So they're kind of a bit of like I think there was something where their label made them have like a hit or made them do it. There's sticks going on at yes. this motel. No, are you um, trying to somebody knocking at the door to tell us to shut up, or is it somebody? It's somebody upstairs. It's so. only seven forty. <laughs> well, so, you never know. People are uptight. But yeah, and 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 so they at first it's, they were like, okay, we're not we we're, we don't play this song anymore, right. like because one, it's not representative of us. We've had multiple albums. And I'm like, okay, guys, but come on. And then they were about to play it, and the PA, like, broke, and they're like, you see, we're not supposed to play it at all. And I still think they did it on purpose. <laughs> Probably. It's very possible. That would be like, brilliant. How could, it was just so convenient that, like, yes. the second they're like, all right, we'll play it. And then it was like, Gzz. Like, I get um, You're like, okay, I'm tired of playing this song, but that's part of being in the music like, business. Yeah, you hit it, you, whatever playing, you hit it well, with, that's what you... I remember... I mean, you go see Pink Floyd, they're still playing the old yeah. songs, right? Because well, that's well, what we're there for. Weezer got, like, a huge backlash because there was a period when they came back uh-huh. and Rivers Cuomo went out and said, we're not playing anything from the Blue Album, right. we're not playing anything from Pinkerton, and people were like, What? Then yeah, like and like they I'm went and he wouldn't do that until but like people like went and got to and like they remember people I think there's a whole thing where they were giving out refunds people were suing <laughs> and I think they finally realized like oh okay yeah. and they came back I around mean, how many bands have to go through this struggle before they get it you do the stupid song just do it well, just suck do it, it up yeah. and do it's it it's hard though it. for some of these artists yes yeah. Yeah. You can, like I said you can't can do other this. things Come too on. right yeah. <laughs> Just play the song, just man. Play. And as we watched, song. people just started filtering away from yeah. the stage. And yeah. Yeah. nobody, I mean, like, I have no idea. For all I know, Kenny Loggins' gospel songs could have been great, but yeah, I just want to hear it. Right. <laughs> I want to hear I'm all right, man. Yeah, I want to hear those things, but I also want to hear the yeah. good yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. So one more thing I want to talk about with well, a few other things, but um, <laughs> also one, yeah, I don't know. We're trying to keep it because we're trying. We got all these episodes because this episode is going to go up during one of the multiple times where either Phil or myself is on vacation. Got a lot of vacation coming up. Yeah. You're going to New York soon. Going to be in New Are York. You really? That's I've always wanted to go to New York and I've never gotten. I got to go once. Round trip out of Palm Springs on oh. JetBlue for 130 bucks. That's crazy. awesome, but how much? Where are you staying? That's always the trick for me. You can oh. get a good airfare. Oh, we are staying at the Hotel Nesva. Okay. Which is it's a newer one, yeah, and so nice. we got like a cheap deal on it. It looks good. nice, got good reviews. It's like a block from the subway station, and then two stops away from like Times Square. Wow! So nice. it's right over the. Um, the river, I guess, or whatever it is there. <laughs> yeah. It's on. It's on the, is that a thing? I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> it's on, it's, it's technically, I think, in Queens, maybe. Yeah. But, but you're right. Didn't you say you're right by the subway? So yeah, you're like, like yeah. as long as you're by a subway station, you're yeah. going. Yeah, that's like London. As long as you're near a tube, you're good to yeah. go. Yeah. So it's it looks nice, and you know, and we're actually we're staying in New York for a few days, and then we're gonna do a little 
loop through New England and hit like all the New So England when place. you're in New York, do me a favor, please, and you're wearing the shirt right now, yes. go and take a picture of the firehouse. Ooh, that okay. is my number There's, one yeah, thing I The firehouse do. and the New York Public Library oh, God, yes, with the gargoyles and yeah. stuff. you got to get pictures there, too. Yeah, that's well, that's my thing. If but I the firehouse and the library are I'm both in New York City. I'm doing all the Ghostbuster stuff if well, I Well, I'll yeah. tell you the three things that are on Phil our house, they have muffled. <laughs> we're going in the, the Statue of Liberty, first of, of all. Because that's when our kids heard we're going to New York, they're like, Statue of Liberty. Yes, and so we already have reservations for that. Awesome. We are going to the Nintendo store. <laughs> the Wish. The World Nintendo. Come on. It's me and it's Luke. Sure. And we're going to this place where they serve cookie dough like ice cream. Oh my God, I've seen that online. I'm super yeah. jealous. I think they also want to go oh, with their other request. Take pictures cheese. there too and write What about the cheese yeah. factory? Uh, well, that's when we were up in like Vermont. His kids are all obsessed with cheese they now. Like, it's really well, funny. They love factories. They love factories. <laughs> yeah. And they like cheese. And cheese. We've gone on a multiple factory tour, tour yeah. during vacation. We went to Yo, the Jelly yeah. Belly factory. That's Tabasco. Cool. Tabasco factory. My, when I, I went to Colorado with my parents long, long ago and we went to the Coors factory in Golden and yeah, that was cool. I yep. mean, I was too young to drink, but they get, you know, my parents each got to have a beer and like a cup and they kept, well, it was a full size one oh. and they kept the cup. They let me have the cup and like the whole rest of the trip, I would just like smell <laughs> put my nose in the cup and smell it. My brother and I went to the Budweiser <laughs> back tour in St. Louis, which yeah. was pretty cool because you also, you get to see like those beer, they have like some of the old beer wagons oh, yeah. and they have the Clydesdales and like yeah. seeing those Clydesdales like in person those horses are massive. Yeah. They're like, you're like, you're like, this is not a, how do these occur in nature? Right. Like, they're giant I, horses. I was going to go to, a friend and I were in Boston and we were going to go to the Sam Adams Brewery. We went to it, but yeah. we couldn't, it was like the day we were leaving and we couldn't get onto a tour in time to be able to make it back to the airport in time. So we didn't get to tour it. We didn't go there for what that was worth but <laughs> and they didn't just give us like free drinks they gave us free food oh nice. Yeah, yeah. nice they had Can't a full little setup that's cool and then for the non-drinkers they had like free sodas and cool. free other things because i guess they make a lot of other drinks like other various yeah. like energy drinks and because they're they you know that's things yeah. But um, you are from Fullerton, I California. I am from Fullerton. You grew I, up there. I, I was born in Anaheim. Did you go to Fullerton we, High School? We, no, I did not. When uh, We moved when I was nine. So okay. I've been in the same house since I was nine. And I went to Sunny Hills High School. Cause Where's I, that? I li- it's, uh, let's see, streets you will know, uh, Malvern. Okay. And Bastentry. Yeah. So it's just it's just like a couple blocks up from that. It's on Little Hill. Warburton Way is yeah. the street. Oh, yeah. You go up the hill and it's up on top of the hill. Chanel's apartment, like before we got married, was on Malvern and, no, I think Bastentry. It was like just down from Bastentry. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a shopping center a little bit further down. On on Malvern. on Malvern, yes, that's newer. That's yeah, the okay. Emirates Heights. And there's like yes. yeah, yeah, and then there's I some live, apartments I, in between there. That's okay, where. yeah, and I live just up on the upslope of the hill there on yeah. uh, on Gilbert. If anybody wants to come, all visit. right. So, so, uh, hey. That that property, that mall, was all Hughes Aircraft back when I went oh, to high okay. school. So like there was a if you went out the back of the school, which I did because that was more direct for me. There was a, you walked through a strawberry field. And if the farmer guy wasn't out there, you picked strawberries because they were really good. Uh, sometimes it was money. They were like chasing guys off his he, he did, Well, some people would would wreck some of his like sprinkler systems and stuff. I saw that happen before, and he would, of course, get very angry about that and close it off for a while. But uh, but then I would walk on on a street called Pioneer, which now yeah. goes all the way through, but didn't then. 
Um, but then I would walk past the back of Hughes and they tested like radar systems and whatnot out there. So they had like a test track out there that they would run vehicles on. And then there was one time like they had this thing that looked like a couple of missiles on like a, they were hanging on this little thing. And one time I walked by and they moved as I went by for just a split second as they moved, they were pointing right at me. And I was like, I don't, I'm not doing anything. I'm just walking here. Just. Yeah, that used to freak me out, kind of walking behind Hughes. They used to make a lot of weird noises down there, too, that you could hear in the neighborhood. Like, it was just like, I don't know what they're testing. Loud, rumbly. (laughs) I never knew what it was, but it was scary. I lived right on, um, it was off of Raymond on East. Yeah. I lived right over there by the shopping center where the... That that Mexican food place that burned down yes. to the ground. Yes. I saw that happen. Wow! I was coming home because it was it happened at like three in the morning. Yes. I was coming home from Smod Castle, and I drove by and it was fine. And then when I got out of my car, there were people running to it, and they're like, Ooh. "Yeah, it's on fire." <laughs> wow. And I we watched that because like I think it was an insurance yeah. thing. That's kind of what it, I always. That place too. was always kind of shady because yes. it was only open at like certain times, and yeah. I never ate in there. Yeah, wasn't it, it was Chinese buffet actually? Yes, wasn't it? It was wasn't a Chinese Mexican buffet, buffet, but it was a Chinese buffet place that only time I ever saw it open was for quinceañeras. Yeah, <laughs> go for like, <laughs> And then it burned yeah, to the ground. Just a, the and then that whole shopping center, like uh, that, there was a computer repair place yes. that also burned down. Did and that burn down? Well, because there I was. I think it all burned down. Well, there down. was a place, yeah, over there, and then and then the part there's part where there's like a Polly's pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Polly's. Yeah, there's there's a place out in front of that that last thing what there was a chiropractor, it was a computer, and there's place, a Hallmark but, right but there. But it was there. Is, well, there. Was. Yeah, it was. I don't think I don't know if there's anything other than Polly's in that mall now, but that building out in front at one point was Patrick's Music School and my mom worked there. She started at a different location and then there and then they moved across the street into this little corner thing and she was an accountant for them. I lived right there for a couple years. Yeah, I was uh, over there all the time. So we we definitely crossed crossed Well, because the other thing is you're a huge movies fan so did you ever, do they still do like the outdoor screenings at the Fox? Uh, no, I never did go. You never to did. Anything. I went to a because Jerry went to all of but those. But back in went, the day, I went when I was younger. I went to, to see the movies Fox. in the Fox. What yeah. was that like? It, what well, is it like in there? Is well, it like now gorgeous they in there? did an open because they're okay. redoing it. How is that going? It, I, they need more money at. They this always point. need more yeah. money. But they've done a ton of work on it. And they, it was a couple years ago they did it like an open day where you could come down and stand in line and they would take groups of people inside just tell them what was going on. And it is really awesome in there now because they pulled out, they had covered like, they put the screen up and covered the old stage that used to be there and they've taken that out and they revealed all these big like faces and things that are on the the proscenium and all that and they're uncovering all these murals that were on the walls and the lighting it was still the lights that used to be they're like these wrought iron big round things with lights on really cool looking and but now they have like they do almost a light show they go all different colors and stuff and it was really cool in there i mean it's still it, there's still a long way to go like you still can't go in the balcony or anything yeah. you couldn't back in the day when but i you went was you've a seen kid. movies i saw the movie i saw ringo star's caveman there i no distinctly way. remember that and a double feature of the in-laws and Star Wars. That is a oh weird gosh. double feature. Oh, but Star cool. Wars was like all messed up. It was like way after it had come <laughs> out that year and it was like all cut up and parts of the screen were black and everything <laughs> like that's it was not, you know, a quality movie theater, but it was the cheap place to drop the kids off okay, for right. the day and you could and go see, see a couple movies. Yeah. Work. Yeah. That's crazy. It was awesome. Growing up, like living in Fort, and I, I feel like we always talk about everybody that like of a certain age that lived there 
always dreamed about either buying the fox yep, or yep. turning. What was your plan? I want to hear your My fox plan. My plan was to have we Steven Spielberg have. contribute to to reopening <laughs> it. Of course, I had a lot of plans because when they closed Hughes, I thought, well, we're just inside the studio zone where if you have people work yeah. on a movie, you don't have to pay for accommodations yeah. overnight. So I thought they should, it was a huge amount of property and I thought they should turn it into DreamWorks because they were still oh, looking for around. a place. So I actually sent a letter to, like a handwritten letter to Steven Spielberg <laughs> and I copied the mayor of Fullerton. The mayor called me and said he thought it was a great idea. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he took the time to call me, which, which is better than the current mayor who I invited to be on the podcast who never responded. Aww. And she's not as good. Uh, but yeah, I never heard from Spielberg, but you know, that would have been really cool. So, but then I also thought he's the guy who should be, you know, put some money into the Fox and restore it. Cause it's by this, it was built by the same people who did, was it the Egyptian? Yeah, it's I think. Money, I think it's Egyptian the same guy. Yeah. So it's, that's a historic it is. thing and it's a really awesome theater that, that you can use for stage shows and yeah. movies yeah. and, you know, I went to it, but we used cool. to go to the screenings in the parking lot quite yeah, a bit. I know they did a bunch of, there were yeah. a bunch that I wanted to go to, I just didn't. Yeah, we used to, make my friend, over. well, Jerry is listening to this right now, probably. We used to do that. I mean, you came to a couple. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we used to do that in a period. But the other place, we used to practically, during college, this was in the late 90s, we lived at the hub. I don't know, were you ever a hub person? The hub, uh... Down by the train station. By the train station, it was like a big coffee house and they had oh, bands play. Oh, no, yeah, no, I didn't. That's where all the I goth hung out. <laughs> I wasn't a goth, maybe that's why. Well, we, 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 <laughs> we hung out. We I would love to picture there. you guys as goths, by the way, that would be... But there would be like, there, because now it's the slide bar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I hate that place, because it's all like I LA's... the slide bar, yeah, the slide bar, I was telling you guys, I, I do the the annual like English country dance yeah. ball and I think the slide bar is right it's like on the bottom level of that okay. of that building oh. if I remember right yeah well it's right next to the train station so there's Stubricks well, and the right, slide right, bar right. Yeah. yeah that's it yeah like yeah. in that same yeah. parking lot with and the then, train station yeah, so and then on the there. other side used to be the Reagan years arcade which yes. is also gone I only went in there once but oh, it was that was awesome. the best it was, it was so, so good awesome. because not only did it have all the old arcade games it used to have old like it was only 80s music yeah. and it was also old 80s movies uh, and yeah. commercials and like break dance videos and yeah. like it was it's themed great. That was, that there was the is best a place, place just up from that on Harbor now that I just stumbled onto one day. That it's not like an it's a it's a video game place, but they okay. have a bunch of old machines in oh, there that nice. you can play. Ooh. And then they also like you can buy old. Uh, they had an Atari, an old Atari system yeah. in a box. And, so I'm going to sell them a couple of things I've got. I've got an old PS1 and uh, and a Nintendo 3DS or something that you whatever sell it is. That. I, I'm not using it, so, and all my games too. So I thought if I can get some money out of that, you well, you know, have 3DS games. It's a three. I'm not sure. I mean, I could be wrong. It's a three. It's one of the. It, it had a pen and it's yeah. blue. It's a blue one, and I put it. What in a games you case. have? I have Ghostbusters, oh. and uh, probably a bunch of crap no one wants. But Ghostbusters is. I don't the know. We one. might need to talk before we you give them. We can absolutely talk. Right. I haven't got. I've got this everything collected. Like I got tips. Because that's it's the. In, it's in primo shape. I'm assuming it's the DS Ghostbusters where it actually plays more like an RPG. Yeah, than I a could regular... not, for the life of me, I couldn't play it. I just, yeah. I'm just it's not really complicated. good with games. I sounds because you got me that for my birthday, yeah. Yeah. and you don't even have it. I have the the Wii yeah. version, which yeah. this one it's it's, totally it's very it's not total. It's similar, but it has more RPG mechanics where you level up 
You get uh, skills. I couldn't There's, even do the first, like, you just have to drive the Ecto-Mobile yeah, to driving the, the Ecto-1, the Ecto-1 driving in that game does, that's the one big downside. It's not nearly as bad as the NES. Well, the NES Ghostbusters yeah. Yeah. is like the worst I was unplayable. So, I was so excited for those oh, yeah. and I can't even get far enough into it uh, to like experience. No. Because in the story, because well, you you definitely because the the one because the Wii one, but especially they didn't. I don't know if it had the voices on the Wii one, did it? I don't even remember. See, because the Xbox know. 360 one. It's basically they took Dan Eckert's script for Ghostbusters yeah. Three yeah. and made it into a full, and they got everybody. Yes, except, that's why I wanted. And they this. have, but like the, the the Diaz didn't have that at yeah. all. But uh, it, I mean, they got William Atherton. They got every, the only person yeah. they didn't just like Rick the new. Moranis, right? They didn't get Rick Moranis. Yeah. So there's Lewis's desk. It says he's on vacation. <laughs> but they but even yeah. got they freaking. I swear, this is. I'm pretty sure they got um. What's his face? To do new Vigo, oh, like yeah. they actually got it. What's his, the, the, yeah, the guy? Yeah. But because the, the painting is in the firehouse, uh. and you go in, you can talk to him. <laughs> Great. It's and then Slimer's in his own little thing. Yes. It's the most deep. Like there's so many little rewards for like hardcore fans. Yeah, they even reference awesome. Extreme Ghostbusters. Wow. When you go down in the basement in the weapons area, yeah. they have some of the. Because remember in Extreme Ghostbusters, they had like new weapons and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Those are hanging up. In, yeah, and awesome. like, and it's the only thing Bill Murray's ever participated in. Yeah. And the story is really cool, and it's yeah. like really good. And I'm like, they really this, sh- not that not like this. I could see where this would have made a great movie, and it's a shame. Yes. I mean, I love Ghostbusters. I oh, love I the do new too. one. I adore it. Well, I we, still but think, we both had it on our influential movie list. Yeah, so. and I love the new one, and I love oh, that I did one. Too. And I just, yeah. And I think it's a shame that it really sounds like, although. Feig is now sounding a little bit more optimistic. I think he yeah. went through this period where he was just really upset. Well, it was just really rotten. <laughs> well, it got so much yeah. crap. It like, really, it's crazy what yeah. happened. Before anybody no even saw the that. movie, it was yeah. insane. Well, and I just kept arguing with people online, going, most of you saying this stuff about it weren't even, like, oh, yeah. you need to protect my childhood. You weren't even alive when yeah. that movie came out. <laughs> right. I was, so yeah. I think I get to say more than you do. They should be doing this. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, plus, I've been with this I, forever. I, 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 I mean, I've told everybody, especially after Rick Moranis died, I'm like, the franchise, I hate to say this, is bad. <laughs> Harold Rain. I did it again, Harold Rain. Don't kill Rick Moranis Sorry. before yes. his oh, oh, no, what if I... But Harold Rain. Uh, is dying like yes. I mean that was it like yes. that's the yes that this, was it and also as they have said time and time again they weren't doing this instead of doing a sequel this right. is on they're still if you listen to Ivan Reitman that's still on the table yeah and but now I mean it's got to be even more but like I feel like people need to let that go and sure and, do and, and it's over <laughs> especially yeah. like you're what are you gonna force Bill Murray to do it and like then it's gonna be terrible like I don't want to force Bill yeah. Murray to do Just something he doesn't do want to do and, and like and it. like this we gosh. still have the originals that's yeah yes, not to mention like while you have, and that's what I just felt like people I just felt so horrible like because I love Paul Feig and like yeah. I'm a I'm like a, just a huge fan of his and I'm like the internet broke him like he got he was yeah, getting so was upset really and then what they did they went after Leslie Jones like really yeah, gross really bad and it was just so bad and like so horrible and now yeah. I'm like 
mo- a lot of Ghostbusters fans are a holes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and it's what painting because like yeah, now I don't think see, but I don't think a lot of them really are Ghostbusters. Yes. fans. I think there's people that just enjoy not liking things. Yes, and, yeah, but oh, a lot definitely. of hardcore like I follow all these Ghostbusters like fan pages. Yeah, and the I had to unfollow a bunch of them because just every comment yeah, they yeah. were posting things, and I'm like, oh, you guys are just gross. Yes, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And I, it like, should be pointed out that I'm wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. And Cheryl has a oh, Ghostbusters right. pendant on. I, it. And I had that. Ghostbusters on my. I love Ghostbusters. We all love, love Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. It's like the greatest like, movie ever. It's my favorite of all time. Yeah, my. It's probably it's if I, when I'm really like thinking about it because like I've like it it didn't like it was the first movie that just really influenced me in a massive way to the point yeah. where I had I mean I talked about this on your show but yes. my parents like let us turn our garage into Ghostbusters like headquarters and, and it's like the coolest thing ever <laughs> thanks it was mostly because we lived in a place where there were no other kids and my dad's yeah. like if I don't do something for these guys they're gonna end up getting arrested yeah sure. or something one of my early uh, writing set I've always wanted to do some sort of writing yeah. one of the first things I tried writing was a Choose your own adventure based in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh. I got a little bit into it before, like, one of my parents let me know, like, hey, you know, like, other people made those characters. Like, you can't, like, sell I that, I want right? you to finish that so I can read it. I, I want to do that. I have the parts of it somewhere. I want to, I want to, I would love a choose your own adventure. I would, that. that's why I wanted it. That'd be awesome. I have the Ghostbusters role-playing game from the Ooh. 80s, and it's awesome. We started playing it. I don't think you've gotten no, to it. I, I, I played it with Derek and a couple of guys. We yeah. should, next time I play yes. it, should definitely, we'll play it's that, a we'll lot of fun. We'll play that, and then I have Ghostbusters Monopoly, so oh, we'll, nice. we'll play oh. that. My <laughs> favorite Ghostbusters thing I had when I was a kid was, I think it was just there, because you know that old game Haunted House? Yeah. yeah. And it was the Ghostbusters, but it was for the real oh, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. But it had, like, the little traps and, like, yeah. and it had, like, that axe. And I think I still have the axe. Because it was just, they just redid the Haunted right, House game. I had a version of it called Witch Witch. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. They just yeah. re... And it's yeah. got the, the axe and there's a couple other things and, like... And the stairs was, that go Yeah, on. the stairs. And then awesome. they have the little ball that goes down yeah. the stairs and, but, like... I've never played it was capitalizing yeah. on the whole uh, like mousetrap thing. Yeah, sure, yeah. And but they did a Ghostbusters one, and that was I played the. Oh my gosh, I played I that st- so much. I still have my Ghostbusters firehouse. The the old. I still have the box for it. It's not in the box. Other things are in the box, but I still have the box and separately the firehouse. So you have like I a have lot an, of the toys. I have an Ecto one. I think it's an Ecto one A that I have, and uh, I've got a bunch of the Egon. Uh, figurines, you nice. know, the, so Egon the was action your guy. figures. Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. I still Egon has stayed in my heart ever since 1984, and I just I adored Harold Ramis. I got to meet him once, got an autograph oh on a picture of Egon. I still have that, of course. Yeah. And I liked him in stripes, so that was started oh, yeah. it. And then Egon was just like he was perfect. <laughs> I watch I watch Groundhog Day every year on oh Groundhog yeah, Day. Awesome. I love that movie yeah. like so much. I mean I talked about it last time because it's 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 influential on me because it's the first movie I watched by myself. Because, yeah, well that's what Barton Fink was for me, like in the theater. Yeah. yeah, and my first movie I watched in the theater by myself because I watched it on we watched it on opening weekend and the next weekend my dad and my brother went to go see um Geronimo. Yes. And I had no interest in it for yeah. whatever reason. So I'm like, can I go watch Groundhog Day again? And my dad's like, it worked out time-wise. Right. He's like, I guess. And I did. And I was like, watching a movie by yourself is awesome. Yeah, it is. And it's great. I loved it. So uh, that's where it kind of stuck with me. But 
Um, I guess uh, <laughs> wait. I have a quick question before we move on from Ghostbusters. Yes. What's Boardwalk and Park Place in Ghostbusters Monopoly? Oh god, oh. I don't even know. I've only had it like open. Is it like the once. headquarters? I don't. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd so have curious. to go home. Probably Dana Barrett's apartment. I haven't even gotten to play it yet because nobody. No I don't have anybody to play. A friend gave it to me for my birthday. And no one will play SNL Trivial Pursuit with me. Either. SNL <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. I will play that with you in a heartbeat. See, I need. I need. All right. We need a game night. Everything with you. We need a game night. What about sure. my Seinfeld trivia game? I played oh, that with I you. I would play that too. The other problem is you're too good at like both of those things. You guys need to. Closer because we need to like have we game nights. Game night. It's yeah. too expensive. I know it is. That's why I live with my dad because it's just too expensive <laughs> everywhere else. It is. Well, like I mean, the market in Fullerton has got to be still. It's pretty. Yeah. Well, and the and the and they built besides that mall, they built a ton of houses. You know, on the rest of that old Hughes property, yeah. and before everything crashed, uh, those houses were going for like I think they originally sold for. 500,000 ish, and they were going for like 900,000. Oh so, uh, yeah, that's a, why I feel that's like a lot the movie is I remember, looking, I remember house hunting with Phil and Janelle, and the houses that they, they were in their budget, and you would not want to live no, there. Yeah. And the cat pee house. That's all I think about. <laughs> that's, that's I'm just like, you're never going to get this smell out. No, it, was I, in the, it was in the foundation. It was ooh, bad. That's bad. No, I have a friend who lives in Santa Fe Springs currently in a little house, and she wants to get out of that one. So I went. she came and had lunch with me the other day in the mall down there at Soup Plantation. And uh, so she had me go with her just to take a look at where this house she was looking at was that would be basically an even trade right. for what she's got. And it was, it was just in a... Craptastic neighborhood across from Fullerton Airport, like behind a tire store. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like it was really the whole the, the house. That one house was really cute, really done nicely, and, but everything else was just right. like, oh, it was worse than her current neighborhood. Those yeah. listings too, where it shows the house up closer. Like that looks fine. Yeah, it was and then, a, like, an adorable house. Yeah, out. just like oh, yeah. But see, like yeah. out in Yucaipa, I mean, I don't know what the range she's looking at, but. We were looking at places like in the two hundred thousand range wow. out here, and like I mean, we we're looking yeah, at condos, and yeah, dumps, definitely, right? yeah. And we paid one seventy nine for a three oh bedroom God. house out there wow. with, with an orchard, with an orchard. With, she would have money to spare. Yeah, that's what I'm wow. saying. But you gotta just, live well, out there. You and could probably takes... get one of the mansion, like the the Dan Dotson mansion, because yeah. they live <laughs> up in the fancy part of Yucaipa. There's a like, fancy part. Oh, oh, there, oh yeah. <laughs> There's but like it, but it takes 12,000 years to get Oh, yeah, you've driven LA, out there. So, yeah. It's an hour, hour and a half tops. But if you hit traffic LA, on the 10... It's an hour, hour and a half to L.A. from Orange County. Well, yeah, right? you're you going know? the stuff, but you, yeah. so you're already you are, on the 10. Except when you're on that 10, dude, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's true, but, yeah. it, it, you know... And going back, you always... Hit, one time, Derek got stuck on there for like four hours. <laughs> It, it is it's possible, just, you're and just we've gotten stuck forever. The on there. Is really yeah, Cheryl was like, oh, "This is just really bad." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, let me tell you, a third of an acre, one hundred seventy. That's great. I mean, if you can, if if you can live there and and make it work, that's my that's whole thing. Was like living in Orange County. I still, I, I, I think I go to LA maybe a little bit less now, but not uh, much less because after a while, even in County, I just got frustrated. Yeah, it's like just finding parking, traffic Parts and finding parking suck, yeah. is such a nightmare. And I feel like, cause, but it's like, 
I would love to go up there because, like, the Cine Family and New oh, Beverly yeah, yeah. and everything, all the movie stuff, yeah, like, all this constant screenings and, like, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that you can, and, like, because the Cine Family yeah. membership, it's, like, $25 a month. You can go as much oh, as you want whenever yeah. you want. I'm, like, if I live nearby there, I would, that'd yeah. be amazing. See, when I, when I worked in the film industry, I, I had, you know, this great plan to move up to LA or the Valley or yeah. wherever. And then, so when I was like, oh, I don't want to be in the industry anymore, then I dropped that. But now, doing the podcast, so many people There's I so talk many, to, yeah, there, right. and then everybody's doing shows, and I want yeah. to go and support them. The part of the I comedy and I can't podcasting. get the most of it, but yeah, I'm right. like, yeah, now I'm back to, well, I really should live up in L.A. somewhere. Oh, you know? yeah. But I don't really want to live no, there because no. it's just yeah it's, it's crowded and it's difficult and, and there's the no parking stuff that, that you could anything. afford would be like a night you wouldn't yes. want to live there yeah. yes at least in Orange County you can go places and there's a parking lot I remember, it's free it's really great I remember when I was actually really trying to live up there yeah. and the places I was looking at it was like a thousand dollars for a studio yes. built in like the 20s yeah. and you don't have a parking space wow yeah and so I'm like I think I could make this work, but this also would probably be awful. Yeah. And it's like a walk-up with yeah. no air conditioning. Yeah. And I'm like, but I would be right here. Right. And that's I could the, walk. That's how they get you. Because I'm like, I could walk <laughs> to like, I could walk to the Echo. I could walk to like these, because yeah. like between music and comedy and movies, it's all happening yes, all the time. Yes, everything's up there. Things and every day, yeah. You could go to stuff every day, and let, even for free. Like We have an open mic night in Ukaipa. Well, I saw that if you were in Ukaipa tonight, yeah. Murray Valeriano was performing at a club what? out there. Wait, really? Uh, I have forgotten the name of it. The the Sand Trap? Something like that? In Ukaipa? In Uka- I swear to you, it's in- I'm going to bring it up right now while we're hmm. talking. But that's, yeah. That's a bummer because it's like Murray is all I was going to tell you and then I realized I want to find out because I am a burgeoning, trying to be a yes. burgeoning stand-up comedian. I want you, in fact, tomorrow, if I, I'm bringing my nephew to the expo tomorrow for his very first Comic-Con. Nice. So I'm very excited. He's very excited. But he, from what I understand, I haven't talked with him about it yet, his thing now is that he would like to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to talk with him about that on the way in. And if he does, I want to talk to you about what it's actually like to get up and do yeah, well, and then, yes, and then, and then if well, he's really I good, do I'll try to connect him with Murray too. But well, definitely, because uh, I'm so like trying to picture where in Ukaipa, unless he's a, like the Queen Bee. No, <laughs> if I could get anything to come up here. What if he was? What if he was doing stand up at the Queen Bee tonight? Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I probably find it's it probably easier. like one of their because I know there's like bars and restaurant yeah. stuff, but like and they all have good pun names. So Sand well, I know. Well, there's the improv, but that's out in Ontario. Yeah, so I'd be curious. The, the one that I found, the one mic that I found is like in Riverside. Mac Cruz actually did it because they have a contest, yeah. and he won the contest, so really? he got the money. But I'm like. And I, that's I, the one you have to pay per minute. You pay like it's a pay to play situation. I think oh, you should yeah. do it. And I'm, well, it's a dollar a minute. <laughs> and you can pay four dollars. Well, that's where I'm like, if I brought like a hundred dollars, could I just do like, yeah. I, like do an hour and a half? We should, we should get the, uh, David says we should get people to pay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Ukaipa. It's Beaumont, but it's but close to Oh, it's right, super right. close to us. Sand Trap Sports Bar on Oak Valley Park. But they do Oakland. comedy there? Like, uh, apparently huh. now. Johnny, Johnny Cardinal presents one hour comedy hour. Huh. And they had a variety of people. Man, if I'd been in town, I would totally go serious. That's I was like, my doctor. I was like, dang, Murray's going right at you and you're going to be right yeah. out here in that figure. So anyway. That's cool. I didn't know they do that. 
I didn't Remind either. me to talk to you about Murray after we. Okay. So, um, I guess the only the other things I wanted to talk to you about, I wish, I, I don't know how to get you guys connected, but our friend Justin Weeby, his wife, Heather, her dad is like a ship guy. Oh. He actually was in Amistad. Oh. Because that ship, he... Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was the captain, but he was one of the main people that ran that ship. I don't yes. know what the ship is. Yeah. But, and so he, Spielberg gave him a cameo in the movie because nice. he like ran I, my the friend, ship. My friend Rusty had the same thing on Pirates of the Caribbean 2, where he's actually in the movie because yeah. he was one of the crewmen on one but, of the ships that went down yeah. there for it. Yeah. So it's he's awesome. actually like one of the cat, like in the, in these, like got the old yeah. period captain's uniform that on. Great. And I'm sure you guys could talk forever about. Yeah. He probably he, knows more than me, Mr. but. Mr. <laughs> Bob Smurl, he's, he's the, he's the man when it comes to ships and. Cool. Uh, but they, they live up in, they used to live down here, but now they're up in Cayucas, so. I've heard of that. I don't even It's know up it near Amoro Bay. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know so, my story of Cayucas? Yes. Okay. You, but Cheryl doesn't. I'm I don't know really, it's, story, a, it's a really dumb story. It's a Cayucas story. <laughs> but we used to go on vacation up the coast a lot like when I was a kid. Sure, yeah. And me too. we were talking about how the towns were driving through. It's, it's a beautiful, like, wealthy community up yeah. on the coast. And so we, my parents had just said, oh, we're going through Cayucas. My grandparents were in the car with us. And as we passed through, we came across a skunk, and it stunk yes. the whole place oh, up. Sure. And my, my brother is yeah. like, "Ooh, I smell cayucas!" <laughs> and in my family to this day, when you smell a skunk, you say, "It's cayucas, gross." <laughs> so you have this weird idea this thing, that yeah. cayucas is it gross, means gross, but instead it's this super nice it's, beach of community. Course, but I love, well, I used to have a serious issue when we would go up north, and we would go up the 101, and we would pass through a Tascadero. Yeah, yeah. which is where near where. Justin grew up. Yeah. Well, because I could not stand that city name, I still can't. But I think it ties back. I think it ties back to Pinky Tuscadero on oh Happy God. Days, and I don't know why I have the hatred for that. Yeah, I didn't hate Pinky. Wasn't that Fonzie's girlfriend? But, yes, but something about that I just freaking <laughs> hate that town name. And every time I'd be like, Oh, really sorry, cool Justin. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's, it's just my own personal weird <laughs> Happy Days hang up. I yeah, don't know. Our friend Justin, he he's, <laughs> he's from Paso Robles. Oh yeah. But they went to high. I think you. I think there is isn't a. I think he went to high school in the Tascadero. Yes. There's a really good ice cream shop there. There's yeah. also a mental oh. hospital there. So. Well, they I'm just saying. The last thing I heard, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, well, I so like ice cream shops. So, so I do. Help. I do want to hear about you. You worked in the film industry. I did for out of bit. when you got out of college. It was a little bit after college, just because I did study film in college. Uh, You're both filmmakers. As much as much as Cal State Fullerton actually. Yeah, what was the film film program like? There there wasn't much. There were like two classes, and you were lucky if the second, the advanced one, was ever offered because there were never enough. I guess if you're in in that, if you're in. Orange County, and you're that serious about film, you probably go to like USC, UCLA. If you, if you had the money, you, you yeah. probably, you know, it wasn't even like an, it wasn't even considered for me. It was just like, well, you're, my parents will pay for Custody. Plus, it's right there. Right. Fullerton. Yeah, I didn't even think of, yeah, while I was there near the end of the time, I thought, oh, maybe I'll go get like a master's at NYU because that's like Scorsese territory. Right, right. But that was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> I knew that was never really going to happen. But yeah, but it was so a little, I, but the one thing they didn't teach us was, 
how to get a job. Yeah. In the so I did an internship, but that didn't lead to anything. It was an office thing, like reading scripts and right. you know what I and thought Mel was did that. yeah what I thought was funny. They didn't. Where so was whatever. that at? Uh, it was at it was in Hollywood at Sand Dollar Productions, which was co-owned by Dolly Parton. Okay. And I huh. did I did see her in the hallway one time. She Ooh. said hi, and I was like oh, hi, like Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly, oh, that's, yeah, that's it was pretty awesome. awesome. And it was half the it was a, the penthouse at a, on a building on the Sunset Strip. And Oh, nice. Half of it was the the production company. The other half was a talent agency that at the time handled Michael Jackson and like really big Sandy oh, Gallen was the guy's name. I don't know why I remember that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, before things went super weird with with Michael. Did you ever but see MJ? I did not. I did not. Never saw anybody other than Dolly there. So, uh, which was cool though. They had just finished when I came in. They just finished shooting uh, Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. Oh, wow! So that was the company that did that. So and you yeah, I read did that, and, and then how did you get to... I I was working as a temp for a while, and I was like, how am I supposed to get in? And I found a one-day seminar that took place, I don't know, some studio lot somewhere. And I went to that, and that's what taught me pick up Dramalog magazine, which still existed in the day, and start working on student films, because they list in there when they need people to work for free, and that's what I did, and that's how you build a resume, right? So I did that, so I worked on a bunch of student films, and then, you know, did like some industrial videos, did like a pepper spray video with, uh, what, <laughs> what's her name, Leslie something from the, the Police Academy movies? Oh my gosh, yes, really? Yes. The one that did like hooks? Or like the, the one that had the, the little voice? No, like the butch. Oh one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. What was her name? Yeah, oh, was oh, it yeah, Leslie? Yeah. I want to say Leslie yeah. Hightower. No, I think you're right. right. No, it was Hightower's the guy. But it was, yeah. it was. I know you're talking about. Her real name. Yeah. No, I know you're. I know you're talking about. Got some free pepper spray out of that, so that was cool. That was my only thing. Um And yeah, so and I worked on like some little things like promo, like pilot ideas for children's videos and stuff that, as far as I know, never went anywhere. And yeah, the biggest thing then I, I did work on, I worked on a Showtime movie. It became a Showtime movie with, uh, called Safe House with Patrick Stewart and uh, Craig Shoemaker and Kimberly Williams, whatever name she goes by now. She has a hyphen. Uh, and Hector Elizondo was in it. So that was really cool. What'd you do? Patrick on... was really nice. I was, <laughs> my title ended up being executive production supervisor. I think I got Whoa. to make it up. And I had chosen production supervisor, which was closer maybe to what I was doing. And then they gave that to somebody who was union who couldn't be working <laughs> on it in her real position. Mm. So they just gave her my title and because that's what this whole thing was like. And uh, so they said, oh, we'll just add executive. Like, great, whatever. So you're like in charge of the PAs or something? Yeah, basically. And and what what they didn't, I it was a terrible experience. Terrible. <laughs> the guy who directed wrote produced it was his house that we filmed most of it in everything he was you're just at this dude's house yeah oh yeah oh no i worked there for ages i was on that thing for like 10 months total because we started with frank langella and then he (laughs) left very wisely and then we had to wait a bunch of time for patrick stewart who was on doing a play somewhere and then and then shot it with him but, uh. Was he cool? Oh, he was fantastic. He kissed me on the cheek right there, and oh I loved gosh. to tell Trekkies that. <laughs> I mean, Captain I'm Picard one too, kissed you? He, yes, Captain Picard kissed me, yes. Uh, he, he liked me. It was very nice. He, he, it was very important to him one day. He came and found me in the kitchen of the house, 
And it was very important to him that I come and meet his then fiance, now ex-wife, Wendy Noose, who worked mm. on Next Generation. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know why that wasn't great. <laughs> Sounds like a nice fellow. Yeah, oh, he was. He was terrific. I heard he liked to sit naked in his trailer and, and drink Merlot. Hmm. I didn't get to see that part. But, uh, <laughs> he didn't invite you for that <laughs> that, was, that was the PA who handled him. So anyway, so I know that Merlot is his favorite wine. Uh, so yeah, and then I, and then I worked on, uh, Mouse Hunt. That was the biggest movie that I yeah. worked on. And I started as a PA, but working on like the visual effects boards, because they were bringing in a person as the visual effects producer who hadn't worked in production before. She'd worked at like effects houses. Mm. And so they wanted, since I was familiar with the boards already, they said it would just be her PA. And then I actually ended up working as like the coordinator, and that's the title that I eventually got on that movie, which was awesome. I got, what was Gore Verbinski like? He was great. I loved him. I mean, it was like my, it was his first feature and, and it was my the... first time working on like a real studio yeah, feature. Right. So, and, and I had to work closely with him because, you know, we, we had to do all these effects screenings and, you know, every time a shot was like, we had a version of it, we'd have to show it was to the, him. Was that he, like all CG mouse? Or? No, there was a live mouse and then there was a CG mouse okay. as well. So, hmm. and there was one shot that was going to be CG that they actually got the mouse to do and everybody was amazed by it. But, <laughs> uh, like, wow, how did you train that mouse to do that? Uh, uh, but yeah, but then like near, we were getting close to the end of production, the production, the, the VFX producer, we didn't get along that well, but she took off to take another job and we were a month away from our deadline and we had all kinds of shots still out there, not done. So I had to take over the whole thing and like really like get on top of it and make sure we had screenings with Gore every single day and sometimes twice a day to be able to get everything done by the deadline and I got it all in. So I have a, a poster from the movie that I had him and a few other key people sign and he Wrote on it. Thanks for taking the reins and bringing the movie in on time. Wow! Yeah. So So you made Mouse Hunt happen. I did. I guess I don't know. And then you guys got destroyed by Titanic. We did. And and the and the (laughs) the infamous quote in the editing room when we found out we were coming out against this movie Titanic was Mouse Hunt is going to sink the Titanic. So uh, that kind (laughs) of didn't go to plan. So yeah, that was Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane and Lee Evans, which is why when I was living in England for a year. People over there actually were like, oh my god, I love that movie because Lee Evans is like yeah, the those, biggest oh, comedian over there. Bill and I were just talking about this that like in England they have like a whole different massive celebrities yes, yes. that we have never heard of. Right. And when they do stuff over here, we don't care. Right. But over there, it's well, like a huge was, deal. That was the thing. When I was at Sand Dollar, they were, while I was there, they were working on a movie with um, Lenny Henry who is a big deal over yeah. there and it did nothing it just bombed because nobody I didn't know and who then, he was right. now I know because he does commercials over didn't there didn't you but. like have a guy where then you looked him up and you started listening and it was oh, like yeah. hilarious well, it was a and comedy like, team that they were talking yeah. about and I just it's just crazy that this is like Com- like they just made an offhand reference and I'm like what are they talking about yeah. and I google it and it's just this huge thing yeah, that's what about. I love about having lived over there for the years that I got to kind of clue into some of that so now when people come over here I'm like oh yeah that guy's really big in England like I loved watching him on whatever comedy they like every show over there is a comedy yeah. panel show right. but they're great so as you watched like 
Because that became a thing where the U.S., we were, like, bringing, like, bar, like, The Office and all this yes, other stuff. Yeah. But were you, like, ahead of the game on a lot of that stuff? Because you, I guess that you came over there way after all that. Yeah. But what was, yeah. like, but big... The, well, the one thing that I really enjoyed was that down, I'm not a big Downton Abbey fan, but it was on, it's on so much earlier yeah. there that I watched you it already just knew so all I could, the... like... I would. I didn't give anything away, but I just kept saying, "Oh my God, wait till you get these episodes!" And like, I just wanted to make my friends at home jealous, who I knew were super big fans. Because yeah, so. you were over there when, like, two thousand. It was two uh, August of two thousand twelve to August two thousand thirteen. Okay. Yeah, so a full year. So you were over there studying. So you leave the film industry because yes. you realize you just you hit well, a wall. Uh, well, or... well, my first two goals were one to get on a studio feature, and then to eventually get a good credit. On a studio feature, and mm-hmm. I ended up hitting Didn't both of those with Mouse Hunt just by chance. But I didn't like when I first came in. I wanted to be a cinematographer, but I realized they don't have the control over the image that mm-hmm. I wanted. So I thought, well, I should be a director. But then I watched Gore do his thing, and I thought, I cannot. There's no way I can handle that pressure. It's like if you're, you can't of, be sick or you're anything, juggling a lot of because things. that whole thing depends yeah. on you. Yeah, I'm like, no, I can't. And I thought maybe I should be a producer, but. In dealing with them, I thought, I do not have the smoothness and tact to be a producer. (laughs) So I would cause more problems than I fixed. So I just realized I didn't have a long-term goal anymore. And Mm -hmm. I, and then motorsport came along and I was, got really keen on photographing motorsports. And so I realized there was another thing I could do and be happy. And that's a sign you need to get out. You have to be 100% film or you shouldn't be in it. Yeah. Because otherwise, the schedule and the time. Because I realized when I, even though I was on the periphery of all that, I still quickly realized I'm like I, I don't have that drive because you have to have that because it's a 100 percent of your time of your and it's like crazy hours. Yeah, and a crazy and I, commitment. I gave that just... advice out to so many PAs, and said, and finally, I was like, okay, now I've got to take my own <laughs> advice, and I need to, I need to do something else. So yeah. I left, and then you worked at Disney. I did. So, so Dis- you're a fellow Disney. former cast I member. I am. I was there. I had worked there almost a year when I was in college, were... and then this was about ten, just shy of ten years. You worked at the hotel for a little bit in college. Yes, okay. the the shops at so the hotel. Every Cal, I feel like that's a, a law yes. for Cal. Cal, Cal State student. Disneyland is what it's often <laughs> right. called, yes. <laughs> but then you came back and you worked in corporate? It was technically part of corporate in Burbank, but we were in Anaheim. So it was the Disney gift card and Disney credit card programs, which I now like to tell people when I'm working at Hallmark and I see them use it, because we get a ton of Disney people. Yeah, right. And and they're using their Disney Visa card, and we sell the Disney gift card. And I'm like, man, if anybody ever asks a question about that Disney gift card, I can it. tell them everything they will ever <laughs> right. possibly need to know, and right. then some. But I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, I used to work with that program at Disney. I have one of those credit cards. I don't use it. But, you know, I have a Darth Vader one, which is really Ooh, cool. That's but, cool. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I did that for about 10 years while I was reading all my books. And I would work like, I would go, okay, I, I just have to work three months and then the next race comes up. And then so then I would go and shoot. It Where were called, these races? Like in Fontana or? Yeah, uh, cause it was, it was called, at first it was called CART Championship Auto Racing Teams and then it became Champ Car, which is what raced at Long Beach Grand Prix. Okay. Uh, which they're setting the right grandstands here. up for now, but I do not support the series that does that now. Ooh, oh, and it nice. was a rivalry. I don't know anything about car no, racing. It was a rivalry and I hate, hated them then and I hate them now and I will always hate that one, but. Uh, yeah, so I did Fontana, Long Beach, uh, they did a couple, well, three races in Vegas, uh, Portland, I went up to Vancouver one time, um, Laguna Seca and San Jose, they wow. switched off there, 
So basically all their West Coast races. And I would, I was credentialed and I would be in the pits, not on, not during the race, but all the other times during the weekend practice and qualifying. And I would shoot like profile mm-hmm. pictures, CherylJonesPhoto.com for a vastly outdated website. Wow, I didn't know that. That doesn't have, it has a lot of coming soon things from like 2007 <laughs> and 2008 that it's not so soon anymore, but eventually I'll get those done. But. Well, I, I have you, a bunch of photos up there. You though. recently took some pictures at like a celebrity one. Yes, yes, because my, my How'd you friend, get in on that? Well, that, my, uh, Swampy Marsh from Phineas and Ferb. Who, How'd you meet him? <laughs> I met him out there. I followed him and Dan Pavemeyer on Twitter. Okay. And they said that the Swampy said he was going to be out there. It's a, it's a charity race. Mm-hmm. And so he was going to be out there because he works with a walk on water, which I now volunteer with as well. That's a great organization, by the way. It's fantastic. Surf therapy for special needs kids and their siblings. And it's an awesome group to volunteer with. Just walkonwater.org? Yes, a walkonwater.org. If you're listening, a walkonwater? A walkonwater. So it's A-WOW for short. Yes. So, uh, yeah, a walkonwater.org. They're great. And you can volunteer with them. And I don't go in the water. So there are opportunities for people like me. Because of Jaws? Because of Jaws. And also, (laughs) I just don't, I would not look good in a wetsuit. So, you know, I'm, I'm much happier on shore so i help check kids in sometimes i help serve up lunch because we have a great lunch every time for free but uh yeah it's great but he was uh i saw that he was posting about it on twitter and then also he went on the radio on on the sound a radio station here in la and it uh and talked with them on their morning show about it and he cried he cries when he talks about oh, this man. thing so anyway, that's why i got involved with it because he, if he's that emotional about it i need to try it out but he was doing this race to benefit AWOW, and I said, oh, my God, I haven't had anything to shoot in a long time. So I sent him a tweet. He didn't know who I was, and I said, is there any chance of getting into, like, the paddock and the pits to take photos of you when you do this? Because I used to do some of that. And he was like, I don't know, probably. So <laughs> I, I found out I could buy a paddock pass besides the, the ticket for that went to charity. Mm-hmm. I bought a paddock pass and I went in and took photos because you could just like wander around. You could be right there with I. And this was like Frankie Muniz was there? That was the second oh, year. Okay. The first year it was him and Dietrich Bader. And oh, wow. he oh, crashed wow. so he didn't get to, his wife wouldn't let him do it again. Uh, I can't even remember who the others were the first year, but I took pictures of everybody, but mostly Swampy because I was so excited to meet him. And Dan was out there too to sign. They have an autograph session during the weekend. So he was there to sign autographs too. And so I, I, you know, when he saw me enough doing this and I had a real camera, you know, so he gave me an address, an email. I could send him, you know, a link to see the pictures and he loved them. Well, they're great pictures. Thank I've seen you. And his, yeah, and his mom loved them. She sent me a message on, on Facebook, <laughs> like, Oh my God, I want you to follow my whole family around and take pictures. I was like, okay. But so then, yeah, he did it again last year. Uh, cause it's an annual thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went out and had more access. I got a pass this time. It's nearby us. I might need yeah. to come check this oh, out. It's so fun. And I guarantee if they do it again this year, he'll be out there again. He, he tried to get Clancy to do it last year, but he had a conflict with work. So we, he's already working on trying to get him to come oh, yeah. out. And I know Adrian Pazdar. Yes, I met. From Agents of Shield Adrian, and Heroes. Adrian was fantastic. I took a ton of pictures of him. Uh, he's supposed to do my show eventually. He gave me oh, his man. word. So if he would return an email, I will get him on. But uh, eventually, Swampy's working on that too. Because I told him. Nice. That's how you had Clancy Brown on your show. Swampy and... connected me. All because I went out and took pictures. And then, yeah, then I asked, when I sent him the pictures, I said, and hey, 
just would you do my podcast? He said, yeah, sure. So I got to go to the, the Disney animation, not the big building by the freeway. They have a smaller one. And yeah. Sitting there with him, like just, he's like, well, I haven't had lunch. So we went out to the lunch truck and oh. then I sat there and I was like freaking out, right? I'm like, <laughs> this is amazing. Like, I okay, play it cool, play it cool. But I must have done a good job because we became friends and, and you know, we awesome. adore each other now. And so, yeah. And then he connected me with, with Clancy and... And with Adrian out there, because he played up the show to Adrian, and there are some other people I will not mention on the air yeah. yet who are coming up, hopefully. Yes. So, well, at least one, hopefully two. But yeah, so I I have no idea how I've been so fortunate to end up with a friend like him, but I, I love him to pieces. So. I think that's a good lesson for our listeners who are either maybe trying their own podcast or trying to get yeah. out there. It's just, it's all about making connections, meeting people. Yeah. I love how candid and open you are with going like you've had some of our friends <laughs> yeah. on the podcast yeah. you've, and like just how fast you're able to like connect to these people and <laughs> and you don't give up and i i'm terrified that like i'm a pretty outgoing guy but yeah. i i think it's different i don't know i think part of it is a dude and all the yes, like well that's know. what we talked about at the yeah. podcast festival that phil you were like i don't really want to go out and like get because it feels weird and i was like oh i'll go get them i'll go get these right. people and i'll go get tj yeah. miller i'll go yeah, get you were our Jenny Barney, I'll get whoever. For everybody that's listened to our PodFest (laughs) segments a year, I mean, everybody knows those, our listeners. Cheryl is like the, (laughs) Cheryl and you and Andrew both were like our producers behind the scenes, (laughs) wrangling people, bringing them in, running around. I just thought it was fun. I'm like, if I could go out there and convince them to come in, how awesome is that? I love how we, where I feel like, I feel like ne- it's going to be easier and easier to bring people in because yes. they feel comfortable, well, and they I know, think, and yeah. with our repeat guests now, like Todd yes. Glass was like, oh, sure, yeah, yes. and next year TJ is coming back, and yes. I'm sure we'll be able, like and Maren's going to be back next yes, year, I and can't wait to this year, it's this year this now. This year, I know, I keep oh, doing that gosh. this year. I know, yeah. it's only it's only a matter of months away, really, right? Yeah, <laughs> October. it's October. It'll be there before you know Oh my gosh, I can't but wait. I'm I, so excited. I just, well, yeah, and I love that we've got a relationship with them and that, that Graham and Chris and Dave... And they know we're the there and they know how hard yes. we work they in there. They know how much we love it. They know that we're serious about it. They know we, we never like, leave that we room didn't unless leave we're that room. somebody we were, to come in. We were in that room yeah. for like 30 hours. And, and they know we are We are <laughs> the dedicated ones. And That's our I room. Love that That's our room, baby. I feel, yes, and I feel like we're building a relationship with them yeah. where they're recognizing us as, as part yeah. of this too. So and who knows a, where that will who go? Who knows where that's going to go? And who knows? It's just, it's been so encouraging to see your journey over the last couple <laughs> yes. of since, since you were just starting when you went to Yeah, Pop I was Fest. six months into it at that yeah. point. Yeah. And, and now so I'm two now years you're two years it. in and you're feeling good. I know you yeah. had a near disaster with your two year episode. <laughs> it wasn't a near disaster. It was, it was a, disaster. a total disaster. Straight up disaster. <laughs> but you survived. I have, you're moving on. I'm going on. It's not um, good. That doesn't stop me. It just makes me, I have to have a day to freak out and then I'll figure out solutions. And so I did that. You're, at your, you're doing a panel at your second convention. I am super excited. Yeah. And that's the thing too is out of PodFest. I met you guys and I have so absolutely adored like just <laughs> The relationships that we've built and just, you know, that we're friends and that we are collaborators yeah. and, and I that like, I see what the cons and I see what PodFest and it's like, oh, I love these guys. <laughs> and we can <laughs> all talk. We all yeah. speak the same language. We and do. 
Because there's some things that we get super excited about that our friends and family just don't oh, care yeah. or understand. Oh, my dad and, like, couldn't care less about just, any of the pod- all everything I that think. happened at Podfest. Like, yes. Phil still can't go over to the, over the fact that we talked to Neil Schweiber from Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. critical for me because Phil's yeah. like, we are golden, dude. Like, because yeah. I'm like, oh, we didn't do this. We he's like. Dude, we talked to Neil. We talked to a geek. Yeah. Yes. We've talked to him. And, like, we've yes. talked to all these other people. And, like, and I still, like, I, I remember, I mean, I like the whole story of, like, I gave Aaron such a hard time. But without Aaron, we would not have oh, gotten to talk to Mark Maron. Absolutely like, no. As he, much I as that, him. like, that was the most agonizing, like, ten minutes of my life. Yeah. Yes. But, Aaron, like, without, Aaron Brodkin is a very unique individual, but when you WTF get down to pod it. WTF pod bang bang. What the pod what F, the bang, pod bang. F bang, yes. bang bang. Yes, and he, but it, when you get down to it, he is a, a top-notch individual. And he was great yes. this year, and he was yes. a good sport. He was a good sport when we made him interview Todd Glass last. Yes, we um, did. That was very Well, I also wanted to see if Todd Todd was going to double down on what happened last year yeah. where they would have, I feel like if, if, if events had transpired differently, they might still be in that room. <laughs> yeah, Cause he was, he was like, oh, you want to do this? We'll do yes, this. I can see that. And happening. I was like, Oh my gosh, they're going to be here all night. But then I think he had to go somewhere. Yeah. But then last year he was, he was pretty like everybody. Cause I was like the last night. Yes. I think he was, he had his little vape pen like there. So he yeah. Was he was fine. It yeah. was great. Him and Phil talked a lot about camping. Of course. Because I can get people to talk about weird stuff. That's my thing. Um, we still... I, I, I'm going to get a good Marmaduke story out of Todd Glass oh, no. one yeah. of these years. Yeah. That was fun, though, because he's like, so we're doing this? We're talking about camping? Okay. Where do you like to go camping? And like, this is Phil Vecchio, yeah, camper well, extraordinary. Absolutely. All so on board. I spend, but I spend the whole year looking forward to, to the podcast it festival super, because super it is awesome. truly the high point of the year for me. Just well, I like how event. I love your enthusiasm. I love your energy. I hope our listeners <laughs> fall in love with, and yeah. they can find you mmmpodcast.com. Correct. And Movies made me on iTunes. Where are you at yes, on Twitter? iTunes on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at Movies Made Me Pod, and on Instagram at Movies Made Me. So, yes, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio. Nice. Almost everywhere you're you can everywhere. be. everywhere. Yeah, and then oh. we're, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna be back at Comic Con Palm Springs. Yes, yep. hooray. I'm yep. super excited about up. that. We're, 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 I don't know, it's a long shot, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm submitting, we're, we're gonna keep submitting podcast advocates, and I feel like as we're yeah. building, so we yeah. didn't get into WonderCon. But we're gonna submit again for Comic Con, and we feel like eventually it'll happen. Yeah, one of these years. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. So when Comic Advocates, it was like this slow march. It took us like five years to get into Comic Con. Yeah, like we got into Long Beach, and we're in on Long Beach, and I feel like eventually, and if we follow the same path. We will be doing podcast well, advocates. Good that you can show that yeah. you've been doing it at Palm Springs right. and you're doing it here right. and you're doing and it. And that yeah, was the so trajectory that we had before. So I feel like maybe a few years down the road, if not this year, but especially as right. we've proven you know, ourselves. I, I, I haven't sent it to you yet. I wrote, a, I wrote a, a, a little article thing for the website. So oh, I yeah. have an idea for We're always one. down for that. I have to remember what it is. So yeah, because PodcastAdvocates.com yes. We're always up for submissions. I want to be more on there. Well, I, I realize yeah. we need to, we, we kind of need to do more yeah. with that yes. and stuff. And, and you're a big part of Podcast Advocates and I everybody can be a Podcast Advocate. Absolutely. PodcastAdvocates.com. Check that out, radiobrendo.com, as always. And um, thank you guys for listening to this. And we'll be, 
I don't know when this episode is going to air, but <laughs> it's during one of the big breaks. So happy sure. Easter, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> um, check out yeah, our radio happy Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> maybe because. But check out radiobrendo.com and be sure to check out our Amazon links and Ooh. and uh, mountainroomescapes.com if you're in yeah. Big Bear. Oh, yeah. If you want to go to nice. check out a really cool room escape put yeah. on by the Vecchio, let's go open the new room, right? They just opened it on Friday, the second room, room, and you yeah. you helped. Help, Phil helped help design more wow. things. So, yeah. I've yeah. never even done one yet. Oh, you gotta oh, do oh one. Gotta do I know, it. right? I knew as soon as I said that. Oh my that. gosh, yes, definitely. Don't get me started on room escape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. We'll save that for next time. Next time. We could do, because I was coming up with different top fives. You could do top five room escape. We definitely Ooh. could, yeah. I couldn't, but I mean, you I have a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done three. Top three, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, and if you want to hear Cheryl talk more, you can listen to Alex B. Keaton and yes. my friend. Yes. Recent episode with Cheryl talking about episode, I think it's 13. I don't know. You're the one who was keeping check. Pretty sure it's 13. <laughs> Sherry, was it Sherry Baby? Was Sherry that? Baby. Sherry Baby. Right. It's the one right after the one I did. Yeah. Right after Oops. Oops. Yeah. So check that out. But um, So Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Mandarin Orange Show. Yep. And um, what else you got going on, Phil? Huh. Are you really going to bring back Kids with Gassy Free? Yeah, my plan is... <laughs> my plan is I'm going to... When do you have that, time to do man. that? Well, my I, I'm gonna take all the old you ones. Can't do Brecht, and I'm gonna put no. I'm just gonna upload one a day of the old ones oh. Are you gonna, onto my Facebook page. Okay, because I haven't done anything on the Facebook page. And then when I get current, I'm gonna make like three new ones, and that's gonna be my like grand return. <laughs> all I right. just have a few ideas. I never got to put the paper yet. Cool. All right, I'll do it. Internet. Well, there you go. Yeah, because kids are gassy free. For those that don't know. Um, since it's been so long since you were doing, were you even doing? Was it already done by the time we started doing radio? No, Brando I think it was at the tail end. Well, so it was comics that Phil would be like at three in the morning. I only do them after midnight, like Gremlin style. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just Phil's horrible puns and dad puns jokes. And, and now that you're like a dad. It. You probably I, I oh dude it's the ultimate. And I even and I would use I would come up with ones. It was stuff that was too dumb for Brax. <laughs> and so my one contribution was it was a picture of like a classical composer like yeah. at a piano, and it said classical gas, and he's farting. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's good stuff. My my all time favorite one. It made me laugh. My all time favorite one was. <laughs> okay, it was a Scarface poster, right? Okay. Like a spoof of Scarface. Right. But he had like a scarf on, and I just changed the space, and it said Scarf Ace. <laughs> that was my greatest creation of all time. You got a good, you got a big fan right <laughs> now. If you think that's funny, that's you will so eat stupid, it up. it's funny. Yeah. Well, you can go look at all of them if you go to Kids of Gas. It's still redirected. Drunkduck.com. Is Drunkduck still up? It's still there. It might redirect to my Facebook. I don't know. One well, of the two, but it'll get you there. Definitely, if you want to be entertained, because it's a lot of stupid. It's like, a lot. The of main stupid. character. Yeah. Is a rhombus? Well, yeah. There's always a rhombus in every panel. Sure. All right. Because they're because of course. Yeah. Feels very entertained by geometric. (laughs) Yes. Well, there's a lot of geometry jokes, a lot of math jokes. Great. It's good stuff. (laughs) What else do we need to plug here? Well, we're on Stitcher. We're on uh, Google Play Music. I'm a big fan of Google Play Music, by the way, on Android for listening to podcasts. Because there's certain shows that aren't on Stitcher that I will go on. Like, for instance. Hal Lublin's Tights and Fights. Yes. Um, Hal is, is a doll. He's Hal's been on my show. He, as well. His episode was great. I that tweeted is, a couple things. Yes, yes. You guys talked about, oh, that Phil, one of, 
that you'll appreciate this. One of Hal's other things was Henry and the Clubhouse. Oh yeah, I think I told you. We, this. Yeah, yeah. We and that was we yeah. read that in our book club. Oh, awesome. We read all the Henry Huggins books. Yeah. And oh. and then also Hal and I both share a deep love of wrestling. Yes. He just got to interview Mick Foley and Ric Flair. Wow. He's out at New York Comic Con yeah. right now. He interviewed Mick Foley and he posted. The joy on Hal's face. I see. I with saw. Mick Foley. I saw the picture and I didn't know who it was. But I was like, man, "Hey, thumbs up!" Yeah, mankind. You're happy. Man, he's a very famous wrestler. Yeah, he's known awesome. as Mankind. Okay. And um, he's a best. He's a New York Times best-selling author. Wow. Phil only knows him because he just did a. He's a big Christmas music fan, right. and he wrote. He did like an audio introduction on one of the this band like that Phil and I like. Into. He did like yeah. a split seven inch with him, where he talks about the Christmas song the because he's nice. he's obsessed with Christmas. He actually has a documentary on Netflix called "I Am Santa Claus" that he produced. That's about <laughs> the world of professional Santa Claus, right, and it's it's a really cool documentary yeah, if everybody's looking for a documentary to watch. Um, that just reminded me. I'm still mad about Santa's Village. I know. The tickets are like crazy town, and they don't have any rides. It's like, I could see them charging $50 if they had rides. By the way, don't let me forget, completely off topic, and you can edit this out, but I still need to record with you guys for my show before I go. Oh, Oh, okay. Quick five-minute whatever, okay? But, yeah, um, that's about it. She's sitting out there waiting She said she'll be here in three minutes. Okay, well, we'll wrap this up, and then you can do a real quick thing, (laughs) but... We thank you, Cheryl, for being on the show. Thank we'll you definitely. For me on again. I'm sure this will not be the last time because nope, you're I'm sure too. always welcome here thank at Radio Brendo Man. Thank you. And we consider you part of our big family of podcast people. The pod, the pod, pod, the pod, yeah. pod. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you call a group of podcasts. Well, um, we're gonna need t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> pod, I pod. think that's gonna do it. So once again, Cheryl, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy, and I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody, and John Goobang Do.
is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Message from Ray Godreaders. Okay, try it now. Is it working yeah, now? Okay, working. move over. <clears throat> People of Earth, I am Abysme. And I'm Paprika. We have crash-landed on a moon in your solar you system. Us. I wasn't Shut driving. up, I'm on the phone. And we'll maintain this frequency while repairs are made. Which could take a while, so we decided to read some science fiction while we wait. If you crave imaginative stories, intelligent discussion, and comedic banter, be sure to tune in each week. Here on Benview or on YouTube at Raygun Readers. Until we speak again, farewell and safe travels. Why are you doing that stupid voice? It's not stupid, you're stupid and insubordinate. You don't rank me!